Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. The Green Revolution is here. Today, we're going to help you find a job in the sustainability sector. It's a rewarding career. It could also help create a healthier future for us all. Paul Ng is CEO of the TG Group. Good morning, Paul. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Great to speak with you. Now, there's very many perceptions of what a green job is, you know, installer of solar panels or wind turbines, heat pumps, maybe even conservationists working in nature reserves. Help us understand the broad definition of green jobs. In my understanding of the green job is usually defined as jobs that reduce the environmental impact of enterprises and economic sectors. Ultimately, it's to levels that are sustainable. So this definition covers work in agriculture, industry, services and administration that contribute to preserving or restoring the quality of the environment while also meeting the criteria for decent work. So this means it includes things like adequate wages, safe working conditions, workers' rights, social protection, etc. So basically anyone who wants to work in the green revolution in some way uh, that can help improve or restore environmental quality might be looking out for a green job. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. In my thinking is that every job can potentially become greener. <laughs> oh, okay. I like that twist. Definitely. But I understand when it comes to the present situation, the, the Singapore government is really hoping to push this and create more jobs by 2030, uh, some 50,000 in fact. Help us understand the current state of the green job market here in Singapore. Okay, according to LinkedIn, I think uh, they have done a so-called a survey. They say that uh, the, from the 2016 to 2021, there's an increase of more than 30% for uh, corporation looking for sustainability managers. So, and also followed by other jobs such as the wind turbine technician, solar consultant, ecologist, and so on and so forth. So I think uh, the economy is uh, moving into this uh, direction and we see more and more companies are looking for green job profession. Yeah, as Singapore looks to establish itself as a trading hub for carbon, uh, jobs in the green economy are expected to help businesses uh, decarbonize, for example, those are expected to be hot or jobs that help a business implement net zero strategies are also expected to be in hot demand. We're always looking out for action insight for our listeners. So help us understand uh, what factors you think are really contributing to increasing demand for green jobs here in Singapore and maybe also the region. Uh, maybe we start from Singapore. Because of this, um, what we understand of this, uh, the country initiative for the Next Zero initiative. So we, uh, the government actually worked through five ministries together to push this particular initiative. So with that, more jobs are Created, I think more companies have become aware of this, uh, the importance of these sustainability matters. And one particular movement which I think is important is that is the ESG requirement, the declaration for all the BMMC, that they have to follow the international financial reporting standard disclosure of their uh, environmental initiatives. So this has actually become one of the requirements, mandatory requirement by ACRA, or also known as the Accounting and Corporate Regulatory Authority. So I think with all these uh, 
policy makers, uh, when, when they establish the rules and regulations and the awareness created, I think more and more green jobs will be available in Singapore. So similarly, this whole thing will be spread to the region as well because it's an international movement. It's not just a Singapore or just a region. It is an international movement. That's why you want to keep abreast of the sunrise industry. We're talking about green jobs today and who better to speak about this with than the TG Group. They're a globally renowned HR recruitment agency headquartered right here in Singapore and Paul Ng is the CEO of the TG Group. Paul, what sort of jobs or green roles are you seeing? across sectors and industries? Okay, we begin to see, I mean, uh, there are many, many uh, such jobs uh, available in various industries. So, like, for example, in the IT industry, we realize that nowadays we are more and more digital. So, through the digital transformation, so we use less paper, right? Mm -hmm. So, with all the digital transformation, we allow workforce to stay at home to work remotely. So, we actually reduce the travel, the transportation, so we reduce the carbon emission. So these are all the small steps every or rather many companies are taking today to achieve the green objectives. Just some steps there. Uh, because you mentioned that Singapore is looking to establish itself a, as a hub of sorts in this area with its carbon services or carbon trading, which roles yes. do you think are going to be really critical if Singapore wants to establish that goal? I think... It is important for all of us to realize the importance of the climate changes. Mm. So I think uh, with the reason climate changes, uh, all of us suffer. I mean, we see countries have the severe flood and this uh, so-called the bad weather, so and so forth. So I think this is something that is uh, very related and immediately related to all of us. So once we understand, with this understanding and the awareness, then we start looking around our jobs and our daily activities. What are the things that we can do better so that we can save the climate, the planet, and yeah. we can help to contribute in this uh, whole climate changes for the better? Yeah, I mean, just this morning, the Hong Kong uh, stock exchange was impacted by severe weather because yes. of, uh, you know, the, the typhoon. Uh, signal it, it's you know we're seeing a black rainstorm warning being issued by hong kong and so you're seeing climate change really impacting seriously public services right now in hong kong um let's talk a little bit bring it back to home when we talk about green jobs here in singapore what do you think could be some of the economic implications if we do have a thriving green job market here in singapore I think in terms of the economic implication, that would mean that uh, we will do better uh, in terms of all the uh, green activities. And uh, that will also mean that in some cases, that would mean we will have to go through this uh, temporary increase in cost. Because, mm. yeah. you know, maybe in the past, we say, for example, packaging, they were just a company use a lot of plastic. But today, they were to, when they think of something greener, they have to be more innovative, they have to use different material yes. so that it's more sustainable. So I think in every industry, we all will go through some level of so-called a temporary adjustment. Mm. Of During this transition period, I think the government, the industry, and the workforce all come together and work together 
I'm sure we can achieve a green economy. This is really interesting how the government and the private sector are working towards this eventual uh, scenario of a green economy. It's going to pan out. Uh, but how are we positioning ourselves for this today as workers is what we're interested in. Now, in, in terms of labour, 97% of organisations in the energy and utilities sector here say they have difficulty finding the talent they need. This compared with a global average of 79%. So it seems like there's a labour crunch when we talk about green jobs here in Singapore. What is your opinion, Paul? Why do companies uh, seem to struggle to find the right talent here? I think to answer this issue, my thinking is always this. I mean, we always live in this uh, forever changing world. Mm. So what we we have to therefore understand what sort of skills are required for this particular uh, business or activity. A lot of skills are transferable. So whatever can be transferred, we transfer. Whatever is not available, then we learn. We will train and learn and create awareness. So when learning is concerned, it's not merely that someone go and learn it, but also the company has to take the initiative yes. to provide environmental inclusive to things like software, things like, for example, the workflow, the work design. So therefore, after a while, once it's all put in place ready, then we will have the so-called the green skill workers. And the basic things are still there, I would imagine. But companies need to take the lead, is what you're saying, when it comes to um, allowing for this reskilling or additional skills required. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Yeah. Say, like for, say like for example, I mean, if we become more green, we do more solar energy. Yeah, we use more solar energy. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about solar energy, then we go back to the basic of the site. So, in fact, all these skills that are already there, it's just that what makes a green economy, what makes a green product, is the product. So, when that product is defined already, the workflow is defined already, the whole working uh, ecosystem is defined already, then you, you put the skill set there. So as you mentioned at the top of the hour, and what we're speaking with Paul Ng, who's CEO of the TG Group, they can get you a job. <laughs> They're a globally renowned HR recruitment agency headquartered in Singapore. They have a presence in over 50 markets worldwide. Remind me, Paul, to send you my CV after this as well. Uh, I think that might be crucial. Uh, help us understand the sort of diversity of roles and also the skills that are needed for some of these green jobs because there's such a diversity of roles. Because every job winner, so therefore, I mean, it is difficult to, to just uh, say, oh, we need this particular skill. I think the most important skill in my personal opinion is mindset. Mindset. Mm-hmm. Mindset, yeah. Really, when we really diagnose all the green jobs mm. with the various small sector, I mean, there's really nothing new. The mindset, why it's green. So once we have the mindset aligned and agreed and you know, uh, implemented, then we, we will therefore be able to carry out the job properly and it will be a greener job. So you mentioned businesses should take the lead when it comes to you know, allowing for skilling, embedding these skills into job processes. What are you seeing with the collaboration between businesses, government, even educational institutions here in Singapore? Are they working to support the growth of green jobs? I personally do believe so, especially with the later these uh, ACRA requirements of the declaration, the, uh, the disclosure, the disclosure of these uh, ESG, of which one important factor is environmental. I think this will actually drive a lot of organizations to be more focused on these sustainability matters. 
Yeah, regulation definitely leading the way it appears here in Singapore. Is ESG here to stay? For those businesses listening in, uh, wondering, you know, how much they have to pivot, is ESG within organizations here to stay? And do you expect this hiring optimism that we're seeing right now to increase, maybe accelerate going forward, Paul? It's quite a broad question. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, in, my, in my opinion, I think this will definitely accelerate. And then to, to all these, uh, like you mentioned earlier, the government, the education, the, the, the enterprises, as well the workforce, all come together, this will definitely uh, create a green economy and more and more such initiatives will be carried out. Yeah. Yeah. But to name a particular specific cases of this uh, scenario, mm-hmm. I think it's a challenge because uh, when something is greener, it's actually in every sector. It's not just limited to packaging, not just limited to the waste management. It also involves the hygiene management, including but not limited to healthcare, food. You know, you, you can do too many, it's almost everything. Yeah, so I won't ask you what are the hot jobs now in this area. Because they're probably, I mean, too many right now? Yes, too many. You mentioned sustainable facilities manager, right? Say it again? Sustainable facilities manager. Was that something you mentioned at the top of the program? It's uh, what we call the sustainability officer. Ah, sustainability <laughs> officer. Basically, um, the people looking at compliance within businesses. Is that right? To ensure that businesses are um, in compliance with laws and guidelines, environmental laws. I think it's not just the on top of that, they also look into how to redesign the workflow. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So so exciting, Paul. Thank you for joining us. Hopefully, you know, you will help many listeners out there position themselves for new jobs, um, not just because of what you've shared with us, but also moving forward. Uh, We've been looking at the very exciting future for jobs and what it means for you if you're interested. The Singapore government sure is. It's hoping to create some 50,000 green jobs by 2030. And and we've been exploring the sort of opportunities, incredible opportunities in sustainable employment. Right here on Money FM 89.3, I'm Michelle. My guest today, Paul Ng, CEO of the TG Group. They're an HR recruitment agency headquartered right here in Singapore. They have a presence in over 50 markets worldwide. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.